Hello and welcome. This is Karen Motokaitis, host of How She Really Does It, the place where inspiration and possibility meet. Today I have a mini-sode for you, and these are episodes that are about 10 minutes in length, short and succinct. And today I'm talking about staying small. Here are examples of ways that I try to stay small in my life. I didn't believe in myself. I didn't let myself become too much of a swimmer or too successful in anything that I was set out to do. I'm 5'11", and I literally made myself smaller or shorter. I was trying to. I would you know, bring in my chest. I would scrunch down as much as I could, bend my knees, which then just created bad posture and that I'm now dealing with as a 46-year-old woman. Another way I try to stay small is not owning my voice, not letting others know what I believed, not in a righteous manner, but just like what I believe like I do here. And then the problem with that is I'd eventually go gladiator on the other side. Staying small was not asking for what I want, thinking that somebody was finally going to grant me my turn. That was like a big problem in my marriage for a long time because I was like, oh, he'll now it's my turn instead of for me asking for what I wanted. Here are ways that my clients have stayed small. This is a bit ironic, and my clients would always realize this. So they would come to me, and they're 250, 290 pounds. And this is their way of not being seen in the world. So it's ironic because they're taking up a lot of space physically, but they're also using this armor to hide away. My clients will stay small by not asking for what they want, whether it's in a relationship, in a job boundaries that they may want, vacations that they may want, experiences they may want to have. They'll stay small by refusing to talk about money, money that may be owed to them, money about what they can or cannot spend on. They just don't want to talk about money. Another way to stay small is to stay in a job that they hate. So those are ways to stay small. And I ask you, what's the cost to you in your life to stay small? And what I mean by that is when I didn't own my voice and I would just be quiet and be calm about it and not say anything, it would come out and it was not pretty because I was repressing in one area and it would be volatile in the next. So what's the cost to you? Another way to stay small is to numb, right? To numb with food, to numb with television, to numb with buying stuff. But then what's the cost? Whether it's the weight gain, watching television and being disconnected from those that you love, being disconnected from yourself or spending money maybe that you don't have. Those are the costs of staying small. So look at your life of when you've stayed small in the arenas, in your arenas, what's the cost to you? To not being seen, to not using your voice, to not pursuing what you really, really want. And I know you want to tell me, but Corinne, it's so much safer this way. I get it. I have many clients who are like, no, no, I'm not going to go out into the arena. That's what I really want. I want to be in a loving, connected relationship, or I want to take my career to the next level, or, you know, I want to make X amount of dollars because I want to have a certain lifestyle. But then they go, oh, but what happens if it doesn't happen? So they stay outside the arena because they say it's safer. 
it's safer to, and I, and I have a good relationship with my clients. So sometimes we'll, we'll laugh. And a few weeks ago, I was laughing with a client. I said, so you're creating all this anxiety because you're dress rehearsing tragedy and that feels safer than actually doing the work and being committed to the best case scenario and willing to be vulnerable because that's the thing. We're being safe from our emotions. We're being safe from our feelings. We're not really being safe in our life because we're numbing. We're creating all the self-hatred. We're going inner gladiator. We're selling ourselves out to others to try to fill ourselves up. I remember this. I always think about the hourglass with the sand in it. And you know, it's all full and you flip it over. As soon as you flip it over, starts to go back down. And eventually that hourglass on the top is going to be empty. That's what approval whoring is. You just keep running out. So you may be able to fill yourself up by getting other people's approval, but it doesn't last. And when you can fully show up in your life, it's empowering. And it does come with tremendous vulnerability. So was it last weekend? I was at this swim meet, this big swim meet, and I had some time and trying to get a bunch of work done before going off to vacation. And I went into the coach's hospitality room to sit down with my computer and just hammer out a bunch of work. And uh, my old swim coach happened to come and sit down with me and we were talking and, and then I started spouting off my opinions and it started to raise some ears in the room at the table. And eventually my coach leaves, he stirs the hornet's nest and he leaves. And then I'm talking with these other two men and, and I'm just fierce. I'm bold. I'm fierce. I'm speaking my truth. I could totally back up what I was saying. I didn't realize when I made this comment who the people were that were around me, but I totally backed it up and I was able to. And I meant to tell my husband who was at another meet and he recruits from these people that night that, um, Oh, better watch out because I just, identified myself as your wife. And I had a lot to say about certain matters about these social economics of, of the sport of swimming. And, um, but I've, I didn't, I can't even remember why I didn't, maybe we didn't talk that night. And the next day he calls me and he's like, Oh, so-and-so came. And he's like, your wife is sure opinionated. Is that the way you met, found her and met her? Or is that the way you've created her? Something like that, which I thought was so interesting. And I've thought a lot about that word opinionated because I really don't like that word. And um, I, I think that I may have hit a trigger for him. And, you know, that was kind of his way of armoring up about the things that I had to say. And that's okay. But I feel really good because I was authentic. I wasn't making any lies. I wasn't making any accusations. This is just how what I believed, just like here. And so when I was willing to be vulnerable and share what my truths were, what I believe, because they're, they're not any right or wrong answers about social economics of swimming, we have different viewpoints. And that's all okay. And I explained my values and the guiding principles that I have as a leader and he has different ones, and that's okay. So I give you that is that the cost for me to stay small in that scenario would have been, I wouldn't have said anything. I would have approval hoard. He would have said something like, oh yeah, of course. That's why you have to do that. I didn't agree with him on his stuff. I didn't say that he was wrong. I just didn't agree with him. And I can own my truth and I can, I can own the fact that I'm fierce and I'm bold. And I said my truth and it's my truth. It doesn't have to be his truth. And so for me, there wasn't the cost the next day. I was really confident about how I handled myself. I was aligned with my values. I was aligned with who I want to be in the world and, and be kind, 
But also, you know, one of the things that I do on the show and I have been doing for almost 12 years is I like to pull the curtain behind, I like to go behind the green curtain, I call it, you know, the Wizard of Oz, what's really going on. And that's what I do. And so for me to stay small would mean not showing up here, not being here for you and not talking about these things and, and saying, Hey, let's take a look at this. You know, everybody's saying the emperor is wearing these beautiful clothes, but I don't see any clothes. Are we going to really let him walk down and are we really going to join in the parade and say, Oh, this is so fantastic when it's not. So staying small, there's a cost. Look at it in your life. What's the cost to you? And when you really show up in your life, it's empowering and it comes with tremendous vulnerability. You're going to need to lean on your courage. You're going to need to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. You're going to need to have people who are in your support seats, who are going to, when you fall down, give you a hand back up, who are going to say, it's okay. You don't have to be perfect to be amazing. You're flawed and I still love you. They're going to say, well, Corinne, maybe that was offbeat. And here's what I think. And that's okay too. They don't have to agree with you 100% of the time. That's what you're going to need to fully show up in your life. But this, my friend, is the pathway to authenticity. It's the pathway to love and belonging. It's the pathway to having the life that you truly want, that you're hungering for. And we've been covering up with numbing, hiding away, playing small in our life because the cost to you is really significant. It is great. So I invite you to lean on your courage. You have it inside. You can continue to develop it and cultivate it some more. Be willing to be comfortable with the uncomfortable. My clients who go through this, they're so amazed when they get to the other side and how great it feels to be on the other side. It really sucks to be on this side of the door of not being willing to go into the arena. So much better to go out into the arena, fall down and get back up and fall down and get back up. It truly is great to live fully as yourself. Stop staying small in your life. Stop. It's causing you lots of unnecessary additional pain. And that pain actually hurts way more than when you fall down and you get back up. And you may lose some people along the way. That gentleman, not going to be one of my raving fans. And that is okay. I spoke my truth. I was in line with my integrity. And so are you asking yourself right now, what do I do next to stop living small and really show up in my life? How do I do it, Corinne? I realize trying to figure out your next steps can be as overwhelming and zap a lot of your brain juice and just make you want to stop and just stay small. It's like, well, it's just easier this way. We have to stop telling ourselves those lies. Here's the thing. I have just the thing for you. It's called enough. You may have heard about it on my show and read about it in my emails. It's my year long coaching program where I'll guide you. And all you have to do is show up and do your work. You don't have to design it. You don't have to figure out what to do. You just have to do the work I give you. This is why I work with people in my own lives, whether it's my professional career or in my, in my back, strengthening my back and my physical fitness, working with the trainer, working with my physical therapist, because all I have to do is show up. They tell me what to do. And my 
brain juice. My energy can just go to executing that. I don't have to work on designing it. And I have the skills to design a program. This is what I do, but this is what I want from others so that I can use a hundred percent of my energy, both mental and physical in giving back to me in having better health in having a better lifestyle. So you ready? Join me at howshereallydoesit.com forward slash enough. You can apply so you can take the next step in becoming enough and being big in your own life. I'm currently accepting applications for my upcoming September 2018 group. Don't sell yourself out and say you're not enough. I did that long time ago. There was a program that I wanted to be a part of and I was like, oh, I read it. It was like highly intelligent people. I said, well, that's not for me. So I guess I can't be a part of it. And I got in my way for like three or four years until I finally said, no, this is something I really, really want. And I went and applied and got in and it was life-changing for me. So first apply. It's no risk. Fill it out. It takes 90 seconds and submit it. And then from there, I'll be reviewing applications and setting up free 30-minute consultation calls with potential enough candidates. And the fantastic news is that you and I get to be on the phone together. So to see all the details and apply, go to howshereallydoesit.com forward slash enough. That's howshereallydoesit.com forward slash enough. I'm smiling big for you as you show up fully in your life. She is dreaming, she is drifting, never been so wide awake.